Today on Rolling with New York Mike. Let's understand this country was founded on the belief that we didn't get our rights from the government. We don't get our rights from a king or a president. Our rights, our inalienable rights, have been given to us by our creator, by God. That's what we celebrate every year on Independence Day. Welcome to Rolling with the most patriotic man I know, my husband. And now, his podcast, Rolling with New York Mike. Get on the ride. Okay, it's Rolling with me. New York Mike. Rolling with New York Mike. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Man, this podcast has been going on for three years now. Yeah, about three years, maybe a little more. So it's July 4th weekend. It's crazy. I'm, I'm trying to come up with some great July 4th ideas, themes, things to do, things to think about. And certainly, you know, we ended the month of June, June 30th, with the um, Supreme Court. They blew out affirmative action. Oh, my God. Would you think that would happen? And, of course, you know, well, the whole Biden thing about paying for student loans, I, I don't even know why that's controversial. I don't understand how people left, right, or center could think that that's a good idea. I mean, I I, I don't have a very good opinion of Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people do. Although there's an awful lot of Democrats that really think he's doing this great job. I don't, I don't understand. It just shows just how far apart we are. Just how somebody who is on the left or is a Democrat or thinks Joe Biden is doing a good job. I mean, they live in a different world. We are so different. What makes different people, our thoughts, our ideas, our beliefs, make us different? One thought or one idea or one belief, that's one thing with a whole category, a whole thing to say that the Constitution of the United States of America, the First Amendment, okay, if that's not the most important aspect of freedom, in your in your opinion, okay, the way you then you and I are very different people. And I, I think there's a, there's a difference between us, uh, obviously, people who have different beliefs, and like there's Christians, Jews, Muslims, there's, there's all kinds of religions. And each religion is different. But you could be a Muslim or a Christian and, and still have the same ideas of what freedom is. You could still be in the same country and, and, and still think that, that your nationalism, your, your love of your country, of, of you know, where you come from, you could share those things. It's, it's very different when you share a country and you, are, you could be the same religion. And yet feel so differently about some of the most critical aspects of our lives. And, and it's so critical, just the, the understanding of what, what the level of empowerment of government, who controls your life. So the least amount of government control of my life is something that I fight for. That's, to me, that's freedom. And yet somebody on the other side, somebody who's a Democrat, we, we could be the same thing. White, Jewish same so many other things and yet they could say no we want government control of our lives and and no you can't say certain things you can't can't say things just because you think it's okay i get it if like they say you can't say you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater where there's no fire i get that so yeah you can't say certain things that are going to harm people you can't you can't make threats tortious 
kind of comments, give me all your money, or shoot you. No, you this obviously there's limitation. But to say I hate Jews, who we fought, remember back in the day when they marched on Sco the Nazis marched on Skogie, which was Skogie, Illinois, which was home to a lot of um, Holocaust survivors. Now, I never understood why. I never delved into that. But I know in the Jewish community, there was a lot of discussion about that because a lot of people said that they should stop that parade, that Nazi parade from happening through the streets of Skogie because so many Holocaust survivors would be upset and blah, blah, blah. And if I remember, and I do remember, (laughs) if I remember, but uh, I'm telling you, I remember right that the, the general consensus was that there's freedom of speech and they have freedom of marching and when they're in their Nazi uniforms or whatever. And they could do it if they want to. And certainly there was a large police force out that were making sure they didn't do any damage, didn't commit crimes and things like that. But they could express their beliefs in the Nazi party or whatever. You don't have to agree with them, but if you believe in a country that's founded on freedom of religion, freedom of speech, you want to expand that freedom at every opportunity, not limit it. And the Democrat Party and the left wing today are doing everything they can to limit that freedom of speech. You can't say things that are hateful. You can't, I mean, you're seeing and hearing all kinds of things. But let's get back to the Supreme Court. By the way, just so you know, we're, we're still rolling. It's, it's kind of interesting to me as I enter this July 4th weekend. There were days on July 4th over the years where me and usually half a dozen other riders would get on our motorcycles and, and ride without helmets. Maybe not the whole day, but for an hour or two and get out there and ride just because it's July 4th. It's freedom. In California, and I mean, I was thrilled to, to, to speak at that unification rally back in May. I think it was May 21st. I'm on my way to Washington, D.C. And, and I still believe strongly that we need to fight for our right to, to ride with it, with or without helmets in any, any other way that we want to. Now, I see people every day, especially this time of year, riding in shorts and sandals. Now, I would never ride with shorts and sandals for a lot of reasons, but I'm not going to limit someone else. I don't want to make a sneaker law or, or a boot law or some other law or a long pants law or something else. I mean, that would be ridiculous. But I also think it's ridiculous to have adult helmet laws. And and again, I don't have anything against boots or long pants, obviously. And I I don't have a lot against helmets. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and rant and rave about it, but I I think helmet laws are horrible. And as as, the government, given the government the authority to tell you how to dress. So anyways, getting back to July 4th, I mean, the July 4th thing was always about celebrating freedom. And I don't know, it's Tuesday. By Tuesday, maybe I'll feel like jumping on my bike and riding without a helmet for a while. I just might, now that I'm thinking about it. But there's so much other things going on with the Biden administration. And of course, when you know, I'm not, everybody talks about Joe Biden as if it's, you know, it's a person thing. I mean, the guy's an asshole, total idiot. He's a scumbag, he's corrupt. I could say things about him for a half hour. But it's not about him. It's about the party. It's about the left wing. It's about the Democrats. It's about half this country or close to it. Now, do I think he got 81 million votes? Hell no. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. I, I don't think so. But when I say the Biden administration, it's it's the zeitgeist of where we are here. This whole this whole thing driving towards big, strong Marxist style government, government that controls our lives, government that can because of we saw what they did during COVID, and everybody followed. Followed the rules. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, six feet apart. Yeah, close down this. Don't touch people. Don't come in. Stay in your house. Don't go out. It it sounds stupid even now. But yet, in 2020, just three short years ago, that's what we were, that's what we did. And gyms were closed. Bars were closed. Restaurants were closed. I mean, the country basically closed down because this big government mandated that that's what we do because of a pandemic and and now looking back and there are people who still defend it but looking back you know even two years ago we we understood uh, these masks they don't work they're not doing anything closing down schools dead wrong closing businesses this doesn't work i mean we did all that and empowered this big government and what about the power that we're giving government because people are talking about climate change about a climate that's changing in a horrible way that's going to destroy the human race and well a lot more than that it's going to destroy the planet but the part of the planet that's destroyed that we're most concerned about is of course the human race and so because of that we're we're like empowering government to make all these rules these laws you know you can't have fossil fuel you got, they're closing down, closing down the pipelines, closing down refineries, closing down, closing down the manufacturing of, of cars that run on gasoline, petroleum. I mean, it's like, what? All cars are going to be electric when? Are you kidding me? No. But we are giving the government the power to mandate these things based on our fear that the sky is falling. Chicken Little. Remember? Going to kindergarten and learn about Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Well, here it is. All these years later, and guess what? It's a fact. You got all these Chicken Little Democrats. Remember Al Gore with his movie Inconvenient Truth? What would he give the world? Tw- 12 years from then? So we should have been gone. What, 10, 12 years ago? Gone. There won't be any polar bears, remember? Well, there's more polar bears now than there was when I was born. So is the climate not changing? Yeah, maybe it's changing. Of course it's changing. What do you think the climate is? You think that we dial in the climate like we dial in our our, um, thermostats at home? Close the doors, Ethel. The air conditioning's on. Yeah, can't you see it says... What, 65 degrees? I don't want the air coming. No, you don't. It, it's not controllable like that. The atmosphere is a moving target. The weather changes. Some winters are colder than others. Some summers are hotter than others. Some tornado seasons are worse than hurricane seasons. But these tornadoes, hurricane seasons, winters, summers, heat, heat waves that last for days and longer. How many times do, do I remember my lifetime? We went without rain for weeks and weeks. And sometimes months at a time. Are we going to blame it all on the emissions of cars and motorcycles? What, are you kidding me? Man-made or cow-made? <laughs> yeah. yeah, cow manure. Or is it cow farts? I don't know what it is. But don't tell me that after thousands and th- hundreds of thousands, I don't know, millions of years, all of a sudden, cow farts are changing the, the, the atmosphere, the globe. 
No, I don't think so. There's, there's everything that's going on, every component of weather, everything that makes weather changes weather, or every part of it is changing all the time. And some of that change is gradual. Some of that change comes in waves of heat waves, of dry spells. And then it changes back. It goes back and forth. Some years you have horrible, terrible winters. And some years you get these droughts. It's Mother Nature. Mother Nature's changing all the time. I travel across the country a lot on my motorcycle. Some things change as you, you could watch them change. You can watch the weather change. But some things are more static. The general condition of the East Coast versus the West Coast, the North versus the South, of course. But the West Coast, California is much, much newer. I don't know what that means. It's, uh, it's only two or three million years old. And the East Coast is much more mature. It's 10 or 15 million years, years old. <laughs> don't quote me on the numbers, please. But the green, the grass, the green of, of the East Coast going into Tennessee and Virginia. And I got those allergies. I ride across the country and I start, I start seeing green. I better get in and get some Sudafed. <laughs> right away, give me some Sudafed. Because I'm, I'm going to be in some bad allergy condition. You get to the West Coast, it's all brown. Now, yeah, this year we've, we had a, a very wet winter. I mean, it rained a lot. I'm looking out at the mountains behind me. They're all green. They're not usually green. Three years ago, they weren't green. It was all brown. Well, this year it's green because I had a wet winter. Is it going to last? I don't know. You know, wait till mid-July, a couple of weeks from now. If we don't get a lot of rain, it's going to turn brown pretty quick. Because this part of the world is younger. It's getting greener as it ages. That's what happens. That's that's how the planet grows and develops. Will it take a generation or two? No, no. <laughs> It'll take a thousand years for 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 that green to come a little bit closer. <laughs> maybe two, th- maybe ten thousand years. Maybe you you, you you're not going to notice it because it's not going to happen in one lifetime. But it's going to change because that's what climate does. It changes. So let's not get all panicky about quote-unquote climate change. We need to study and learn. Science is real. It's not made. You can't just say something and it is. You can't say a girl is a boy and, and, and that girl is a boy. A girl is a girl. No, that girl in, in our world today, at least in America, that girl can identify as, as a boy. They can, someone named Judy can identify as Jimmy. Yeah, I'm Jimmy. Well, of course, she can call herself anything, anything she wants. She can call herself a boy, but she can't be a boy. She is female. She will always be female. She can have all the surgeries and all the quote-unquote changes. She is female. Always will be. Now, maybe she'll change her ability to have children or, or, you know, her hormones and this and that. She can moan all she wants, but she's always going to be a female. She wants to call herself a girl or a boy. She can. So, I, you know, all the other things that they can do with plastic surgery and sew things on and cut things off. You can do all that you want. You can't change your gender. There you go. You're a male. You're always going to be a male. You could be a male without male genitalia. Well, that's your problem. But it doesn't change you. It doesn't make you female. It doesn't give you the ability to have babies. Okay? And and if you adopt a baby, you could put on all the plastic, fake, everything you want, Pete Buttigieg. 
judge does make you a female or give you the ability to wet nurse a baby. It doesn't. Now you can get a little bottle and, and use it to give the baby formula or whatever. And we, we could do that. And you could play the mother role. You could play the role of wife. You could play the role of female. All you want. I'm not going to hold that against you. I don't care. But when you try to tell me that you've trans whatever, transformed yourself to a different gender, you have not. You identify yourself as a different gender. Now, why do I go into this rant? Because I don't want some government to be able to tell me that I have harmed somebody because I wouldn't address them as a male if they're a female and I only see them as a female. And they haven't fooled or convinced me or coerced me into seeing them as anything other than... But I, I mean, that's the way it is. So play the game if you want. And I'll play along to some degree, but that's it. It's a game you're playing. But when the consequences become serious for not doing whatever it is that, I mean, you get what I'm saying. This is July 4th weekend. Let's get back to freedom. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate freedom, liberty. Let's celebrate being free from government total control of our lives. Let's understand this country was founded on the belief that we didn't get our rights from the government. We don't get our rights from a king or a president. Our rights, our inalienable rights, have been given to us by our creator, by God. That's what we celebrate every year on Independence Day as we, we, we proclaim our independence from the government of the British Empire. King George the Third, or whatever, who spoke German, by the way. <laughs> but we proclaimed our independence. We broke away from agreeing to being ruled by England and following the Anglican Church and the King of England and all that. We said, no more. We're done. And now we're going to set up our own country with our own constitution and a Bill of Rights. And, you know, I mean, this is what America is. And so we, we, as we questioned that, and we have, and we, we, we've questioned it from day one. There was always somebody questioning it. But it's reached a certain, you know, peak. It's, it's reached the place where this questioning is serious. And now that we have this Biden presidency, it's time and we have the ability to question everything. And, and why do we have the ability to do that? And by the way, one of the other things that it's important to recognize is we have three branches of government and those three branches, you know, give us give us the ability to to, to have checks and balance. Remember checks and balance? Did you learn about this in high school? We all should have. You know, it, it's 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 all about having three branches. So there's always checks and balances. So you got the president. That's. You know, the the, the, the the top branch right there. And you have the judicial branch. And you've got the congressional branch. The congressional branch consists of the Senate and the House of Representatives. you got the president's branch. And that's the president. And then you've got the the, the, the Supreme, Supreme Court, the judicial branch. And each of those branches are able to check and balance out this this this. The, the, the government, so that not one branch alone can set up policies and govern. You don't have a king. 
with unquestionable authority. Neither is the is the you know Congress, which is the House of Representatives and the Senate. Do they have the ability to run the country by themselves? And neither does the Supreme Court. All three of those branches agreeing on something, and it becomes law. And so, if two two out of the three disagree, they're going to wrestle over which 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 you know interpretation will survive and which won't so when we think about that think about the fact that it was donald trump that gave us a conservative supreme court so for you conservatives out there just one more thing to focus and think about when you think about who you're going to vote for at this coming election but until then you know just know that the supreme court the Supreme Court that we have now has voted to end affirmative action. Now, you know, you also had them, the Supreme Court, vote in favor of a postal worker who wouldn't work on Saturdays. So they, 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 they said he, he had the right to expect his religious accommodations. And there was always a, a, that other case, a media consultant, I think that was what that person was, who wouldn't wouldn't work on a same-sex whatever, because it was against her, her religious beliefs. So we just had three cases just now. In one day, boom, because of Donald Trump. And by the way, as far as the, um, the one about the um, paying, paying off of forgiving, that's it, forgiving, um, college loans. You know, everybody, everybody thinks about, you know, this, the fairness. Well, what's, what's fair about the price of college? I went to college, I went to the University of South Carolina. That's a pretty good school. I forgot how many credit, you know, how much it cost me per credit, but I had the GI Bill. I was also a local resident. Yeah, they let me in as a local resident. Well, I was stationed down there for years. So I was, and I had the GI Bill and I had a job. And I still had to get a college loan. I don't remember what it was, 20 or 30 grand, but it wasn't, it wasn't hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was, and I paid it off. But I remember I left college, went to New York, started a business, started taking care of my family. All of a sudden I had to pay off my student debt. And I did. And it wasn't easy. And, and every nickel I earned to pay off that student debt, I had to pay tax on. So whatever my student debt was, and I don't remember, I don't think it was as much as... Thirty or forty or fifty thousand dollars, but it was you know, at that time a substantial amount and very intimidating amount of debt. And so to pay off fifteen to twenty grand, I had a earn. I was in the seventy-two percent tax bracket, and and so to get twenty grand, I'd have to earn I don't know forty-five, fifty grand. Did I know that I was going to be in the tax bracket like that? No, <laughs> it hit me like a rock. I, you know, made whatever money I made. By the way, I spent that money to earn that money. Wasn't very adept at, at accounting at, at the time. Just had to start a business, take care of the family, and I did so, and I was successful. Spent a lot of money, and and didn't didn't have the you know business acumen, the sense of how this works. You know? <laughs> And I, 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 I didn't know where the money was coming from until I earned it. So I'd earn it, and then I'd spend it. Spend it on advertising, spend it on my car, my phone, you know, all those things. Rent, you know. I mean, it adds up. And didn't didn't say, okay, this is a write-off. This No, it wasn't organized that way. I just went out and did it. So... At the end of the year, they said, oh, is this how much you made? Because I reported it all, and it turned out I, I was in a 72% tax bracket. 
tax bracket. Oh my God, those days. Even the good days had its problems, right? I did, did, did I know where I was getting that money from? Oh my God. I found an accountant. <laughs> did I know I needed one? No. <laughs> 24 years old, no real experience except being in the military. You know, it's uh, it's, it's crazy. You, you, you don't learn these things except by experience. You know, yeah, you go to business school and you can learn, but who had time or money for that? I did what I did, but I paid back my student loan, which is the point of this. And, you know, they, 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 they say it's not fair to people of color. I don't understand that. Why is it okay to exclude Asians who are very qualified, but it's unfair to exclude blacks who are not qualified, who would only be able to come in because of an affirmative action law that says they don't have to be qualified. They just have to be black. Does that make sense? Does that sound fair? It, it doesn't to me. Not at all. Why am I describing? By the way, back in the day, I recently found out that the reason that all this came up was somehow because there were too many Jews in Harvard. That's what they said. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm learning on air. Too many Jews in Harvard. So they came up with this whole thing to exclude them. Now, of course... 70% of the Jews in America are going to vote for the Democrat. Listen to the the big Democrat senator from New York talk about this whole thing that we should be able to pay off these student loans. For who? And why? Is that fair to someone that didn't go to college? Is that fair to me? I paid off my student loan. Should I get that money back now from this Congress? I don't, I don't understand the thinking behind this. Never mind the fact that the law somehow doesn't make sense that the government can pay off student loans arbitrarily for people, whatever the thing is. Everybody that makes under $125,000 a year gets their loans paid off. Why? Do I get my car loan paid off if I made under $125,000 a year? Do I get my, my part of my home loan? Or why? What makes student loans? What about a guy that borrowed some money to fix up his business, to make more money, to fix up his whatever? They did it in good conscience. They did it to advance themselves, to take care of their family. Why can't it? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Now, they still, you could still get an athletic scholarship. So if you're a really good athlete, and you can get into that college on a scholarship, but if you're a really smart kid, but you're not black, and you don't play football, you're not on the wrestling team, or whatever, you can't get in, and that's fair. And what about these legacy scholarships? So that the children of the people who went to that school, they get some free ride. So you perpetuate the, you know, the, the, the wealthy graduate of Harvard or Yale or one of those schools. They're allowed to put their kid into that school and get them in when some other kid whose parents didn't go to that school, who may have had all the other qualifications, he doesn't get in. I, I, I don't understand the whole the whole thing and, and all the thinking behind it. But there's a lot of things I don't understand. Trump, the Trump indictment and the weaponizing of the Department of Justice. <laughs> At the same time, the DOJ, this Department of Justice, is protecting Hunter Biden. I, I, I mean, how do you justify any of this? Going into July 4th weekend, it, it's really interesting that, I mean, Biden won't allow fireworks on the July 4th at Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the Declaration of Independence, it's a big deal. That's what America is all about. That's 
the idea, you know, when you talk about, when, when you talk about July 4th, you talk about this country and you talk about, you know, what, what's best for the people of this country. You got to be talking about what, what makes this country great. And, and I, I talk about out of, out of many, one, e pluribus unum. From chaos comes order. And, and there's nothing, that's the other thing about this. As I go into this weekend, everybody, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time with people that we're all bitching and moaning about what's going on with the country. You know, I mean, this country's gone downhill and people that don't see it, that want to reelect this guy Biden. I mean, I'm talking about even Democrats who criticize other Democrats. Some Democrats that I know, they, they may still be Democrats. So they, they, I don't think they know why, but they're Democrats. But they understand the inflation. All these, all these things that are ruining the country, the border, the war in the Ukraine, China, our poly, I mean, all these things, we, we, it's devastating. And they get it, okay? And then here come these Supreme Court rulings, and, and, and they're all going, you know, like, like the world's coming to an end because no one's paying off their student debt. Now, by the way, they, their payments were interrupted by Donald Trump. Donald Trump said, hey, if you're a student, we, this pandemic's going on, you can't go to work, you can't do this, you can't do that. So we're going to put a halt until the pandemic, you know, until there's relief or whatever. He did that. So now when it starts up again, I think it starts up again September 1st, Biden wants to forgive it all. And these people don't know. No. They haven't paid in two or three years, but now they have to start paying again. So you say it's unfair to some or not to others because you couple that with ending affirmative action and the I this you look back on the country and you say this country was founded on equal rights for everybody equal and then of course you have the 14th amendment which means that each and every citizen has to be treated equally under the law equally not some people get their loans paid off not some people because of their color they get to go and and be accepted to college even if they haven't met certain criteria you know it, it's and the, the the thing about america is that and we understand that freedom is chaotic you look around you and when things are nice and orderly everything is like perfectly orderly the military i always tell people and I've said this in many of my podcasts. When you go in the military, you fight for freedom, you give up your personal freedom. Instead of being innocent until proven guilty, you become Donald Trump. Guilty by every means. <laughs> but, but instead of being... The, the, the UCMJ, you know, the, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, says you're guilty until you're proven innocent. Well, that's because... The order, orderly and tutorial way. Fashion, the, a military is a fascist organization. Top down, this is what it looks like. Is this the way you want general society to look? Because to, to run a country that way, that's how it's got to run. And we have pretty large militaries. And, and our military, you know, we're pretty proud of having served or serving. And we're very supportive of those who serve. But those who serve are, are you know, they're succeeding in a fascist, organized manner. And, you know, that's the way it is. But you you got to remember, if you're going to want to be that big, have that strong a government, that's, you know, that's fascism. That's what you have. And when you have less than that, when you have freedom, you have total and absolute chaos. Yes, it's organized to a degree. We have laws and rules and regulations at a minimum. 
At a minimum, the, the smallest government possible is the best government possible. So this is, but, but from many, we become one because we agree. We agree that we're going to go to the polls and elect the government that's going to be the best of those people who are going to be the best leaders. And we agree that, that we are going to obey those laws. But we always have the right to redress. We could protest. We could rally. And we've done that so many times. And it's hurt us on many occasions. But overall, you know, overall, it's, it's a fight to always be better. Every day. A more perfect union. Every day. And... From this chaos comes order. Order, not because it's demanded from the top down. Order because we agree. And economics, why is, why, where are these people saying, we're going to grow the economy from the bottom up, from the middle out? No, you're growing the economy from the top down. But what is the top? Anybody, anybody, anybody can join together with, you know, a, a few friends and form a business and then hire people. The three friends who form a business and hire people, are, are, are they getting paid from the people they hire? No. The people they hire are getting paid by them. So they jump jump right to the top. That's the top. The top doesn't mean the, 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 the very top of the mountain. It means the, the people who form those businesses that are the engines of the economy, and they can grow those businesses to any point they want. Elon Musk top of the heap, you know, right up there. But you don't have to be an Elon Musk. When I ran my businesses, whether it was my business in New York, I had the payroll. And, you know, I, I was I was the top dog and I earned money. But, you know, I had a partner in one of my businesses. We had an insurance business. Kennedy Airport, that's where I was. And I remember one day coming in, and I, I, I believe it was a Wednesday. We used to pay every Friday. And I remember my partner calling me in the office and telling me, we don't, doesn't look like we're going to have enough money to make payroll this Friday. What are we going to do? And, boy, we sat down and put our heads together. Wednesday, Thursday, I remember the panic. And I remember what, you know, we did what we had to do. We had to go out and collect money every place we could in order to have enough money on Friday. And, and my partner almost had a nervous breakdown. I remember that. Oh, my God. He went home early on, I think it was Thursday, because, they, you know, it wasn't easy to get that money. Let me tell you something. People owe you money. It, it's very complicated when you're in business. There's, there's nothing that says they have to pay you. You call them up and you go, hey, you know, Joey, you know, we, you've owed us this money for the last two months. And yeah, I told you two months ago, it's going to be six months, man. You said it was okay. I'm still giving you my business. We're still doing this. I mean, you hear every argument. Some of them are logical and some of them get angry. They stamp their feet. And they make threats. So, you know, we, we, fortunately for us, but I remember that day. I remember, you know, Morty calling me in. Hey, Mike, you better come in here. We got to talk. We're not going to have mo enough money for payroll this Friday. Boom. I mean, that's, that, 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 for some reason, that sticks in my mind. We've, we've always scrambled to, you know, the end of the month. I live like that. And, you know, at home, rent was 75 bucks a month in the projects. And I... I don't remember, my, I do remember the first time my dad made a hundred bucks a week. A week! 
That was a big deal. That moment was a big deal. But did we have enough money to pay the bills at the end of the month? Never, ever. It's how short were we, you know? <laughs> the, the, the least short we were. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, no, it, 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 it wasn't like the family said, you know, sat down at the table and said, well, you know, we're going to be, no. You, you you heard it because of the yelling and the screaming, you know. You know, your mother went to your father. I, I want to, I got to get milk. I got to pay. And this, they're coming to, they want money for the this and that. I need a vacuum cleaner. And I bought, I got that. You can't get that. We can't afford it. The yelling, the screaming. I mean, it was agonizing. Yeah, I came from a broken home. It was broken. It was definitely broken. In so many ways, you know, somehow, some way, you got through the end of that month and into the beginning of the next, and you had to be careful and judicious or whatever the, whatever the word is about, you know, what you spent, what you did. And I worked. I was 11 years old. I had a full-time job. By the time I was 12, 12 and a half, something like that, working for BZB cleaners every day after school and all day Saturday, I was making good money. But... You know, I wasn't the top of the heap, was I? My dad was still the top of the heap. But, you know, it was we were contributing whatever we could. When you have a business, it, it, it works. It works different. It doesn't work the same way. But if you own that business, you're liable and responsible. If, if you know, if. If there's money missing, if there's a, you're responsible. If you can't make the insurance payment, if you can't make the rent, if you can't make the mortgage, if you can't make the car payment, whatever it is, you're responsible. Yeah, you're the top of the heap. How do you like being the top of the heap? It also makes you the target, the target of every lawsuit, the target of every complaint, the target of everything that goes wrong, the target of, you know, every employee that might not be able to get a, a, a paycheck. Well, that's never happened to me in all the years of business. Yeah, 68 to 0 to 2020. That's a long time. That's 50-something years. Never, never didn't make a paycheck. But we came close, and it's hard. And that's what the that's 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 the the person in charge. That's the top of the heap. That's where it is. And anybody can get there if you choose to. Anybody, if you choose to, and and if you could put that whole thing together. But just because somebody is the local politician, yes, they have power over you. But how much depends on how much power we as a people choose to give them. And these Democrats choose to give them a heck of a lot more power than I'm comfortable with. And I don't want their rules. Their rules, their rules are rules that are, are, are going to change in their minds, change the, the climate. There's, we, how are, how are you going to change the climate, schmuck? Are you going to go up there on the moon and spray something around? You're not doing that. Don't tell me my carbon dioxide and this. No, no, no. It, it just isn't. It isn't that. Don't tell me we can't use gasoline on cars. Don't tell me we're going to import fuel from Saudi Arabia and Venezuela and that's going to work better than what we. Don't tell me because you're just telling me you're, you how stupid you think I am, or you're showing me how stupid you actually are when you believe that. It's just not going to change it. And electric cars, electricity, you think that's the answer? No. You think there's 30 genders. 
you you're telling me things that just let me know how ridiculous you are and yet because you have a title i've got to say yes you're the king of this castle well you know what when i grew up my dad was the king of the castle because he ran the house and i just ran out and when and when i was king of my castle when i had kids i treated them with a lot more caution not just the respect not just not just the care but caution because i didn't want them to run out i didn't want them to go through what i went through so i made the choice yeah i was still i still ruled the house with a with a solid hand but not the way i was brought up so it was I don't see the government being any different. Do you want a government that has this unrestricted power to tell you what to do? Well, if you're if you're a Democrat, you do. You want them to be able to just forgive your college recourse. Why? Because Joe Biden woke up in the morning and talked to people in government. And they said, hey, Joe, let's forgive these college loans. Yeah, it's a good way to get elected. Let's tell all these college kids. There's millions of them. And owe all this money. Let's tell them we're going to forgive their debt. Okay. Well, that means you're telling me that the money that I pay in taxes has to go to pay their college debt. And, and that's something I'm not going to agree to. So thank goodness that, you know, we have three branches of government, right? The executive, that's the president. The congressional, that's the Senate and the House. And the judiciary. And so I guess had the, had the uh, congressional wanted to forgive college debt, they would have the right. They'd pass a law. But they didn't pass a law, so the judiciary said it's unconstitutional. Now, had the Senate and the Congress together passed the law, and it was an unconstitutional law, don't get me wrong, the judiciary would say the same thing. But there wasn't a law passed, and the executive branch, this president, has been found not to be able to just snap his fingers and say, all this college debt is forgiven. So, that's the outcome of that, and that's how it works. And so right now, going into this July 4th weekend, where we are right this minute, I'm going to be able to celebrate that we do have a way, even with this evil, <laughs> evil it is. I always say there's two parties in America, one's evil and one's stupid. And so this evil administration, with, with all their <laughs> evil agendas, we, we still have good news. We still have great things happening. We still can celebrate freedom. We can still celebrate that we have this free country because we do. And we have the right. Now, look, you can get out there and we can talk about these candidates. <laughs> and I'm looking at them. And, and whether it's Nikki Haley or Tim Scott or... Uh, <laughs> Vivekananda, Ramaswamy, these are great people, and I'm glad they're there, and I'm glad they're running for president, and I'm glad that they're showing the Republican Party has a bench, a bench. We have a bunch of people who are substantial and who could run a country like America with great ideas, who have the respect of millions of people. And I'm still going to say the only, the only person that deserves that office and who we should vote for is Donald Trump. And, and, and what these people are doing, thankfully to me, they're auditioning. They're auditioning for a job in, in Donald Trump's cabinet, and that includes his vice president. And I, and I love seeing them, and I, and I can't wait until the debates. And it's exciting because everything else is just everything else. And I, I, I want to see an end to this Ukraine war. 
I want to see a buildup of our military so strong that the Chinese back down before they even step all the way up. They're trying, they're doing everything because they see a window of opportunity. The Biden window of opportunity for the Chinese. I think, the more I see about what's going on, the more confident I am that we could we could hold out. We could hold out until until what January of 25 when Donald Trump takes office. We could do it. I'm excited about that. I'm as excited about that as I'm excited about anything else. As I as I sit here and feel so good about the Supreme Court. Not that I feel good about the people who feel bad about it. I feel good about it because I think it's a great thing. And thank God that Donald Trump gave us those three terrific Supreme Court justices and that we see a path. We see a path to freedom, to liberty, to the American dream that will enable everyone of every color, every religion, every background, every every creed, everywhere, everyone, the equal opportunity to make him or herself the most successful that they could be. And each one of them that becomes successful helps each one of us live in a more successful nation. From one, from many comes one, but each and every one of us contribute to the betterment of all of us. I want you to have a great July 4th weekend. Celebrate this great nation, our forefathers, our founders, and all those who have given so much so that we could be here celebrating today. I'm New York Mike. Thanks for listening to Rolling with New York Mike. And I'm getting ready to roll today. The Sturges, pretty soon. We'll be talking about that next week. Have a great weekend. Have a great July 4th. God bless America. Thanks for listening to Rolling with New York Mike. Listen, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to keep this podcast rolling.